0: Aloha, everyone. It's Amora St. John, back again on Friday morning at KAKU-FM, right here at the Akaku Media Center in Kahului, Hawaii. And what's so great about this show, it can be heard around the world. Of course, not everyone's going to hear it, but those with eyes to see and ears to hear, I like to say. And um, I'm thrilled to be here today with someone uh, who is a a new friend, uh, Makamai, Makamai Murray who uh, is going to be in my Gutsy Women Showcase that's coming up on Saturday, March 7th. So those of you out there who've been listening to the show or if you just tuned in, um, you are cordially invited to join us at the Pro Arts Theater in Kihei on Saturday, March 7th. Uh, We are going to have a wide array of wonderful women's entertainment, Um, singing, dancing, poetry, and Makamai is going to be doing her, her beautiful Hawaiian performance that we're going to uh, end the show with. So please come. There's going to be um, refreshments, and uh, it's also a, a benefit in part for women helping women. I think that women today need to be supported more than ever. And, of course, everyone who's been listening to the show, that my passion in life is putting a woman in the White House <laughs> because uh, we have the heart and the soul to move forward with this country. That's my little spiel today. And um, and now, Makamai, welcome to Gutsy Women Radio. Aloha. Thank you for having me. Oh, thank you for coming. And, um, you know, I just have to jump right in and say that I read on your Facebook page, this is really fun, that you went to school at the, you, you studied at the School of Rock. <laughs> yeah, this <laughs> is a joke. Me? What is that?
1: It's just a joke because okay. life I is a school, kind of a, you know. A rock
0: star or something.
1: <laughs> no yeah um i'm i kind of make little stupid jokes with my facebook just because i don't think really anybody pays attention um i've gone in and out of writing poetry there and you know i had to stop for a while because i'd always get that message hey are you okay because some of my poetry is kind of deep uh, and personal. Yes. Or my mom will be like, you know, that's really personal, but mm. I was taught to write that way.
0: Uh-huh. Are, so would you call yourself a poet? Is that your primary hat? Uh, that you wear or do you have lots of hats?
1: I got lots of hats. Okay, well it's lots and lots of hats. hats. <laughs> <laughs> um I'm a writer. Okay. And I'm also a performer. Mhm. I I love um all kinds of performance. I've been in theater since I was I think come papa out of my mom. Wow. <laughs> Have I
0: seen you in anything here on
1: mom? Um way back in the day there was that little production of hair. Remember hair? Charlie. Okay. And then just a few community things uh-huh. okay. and I was very honored to be a part of ulalena Ula Lena. for some time how long were you in that about five and a half years oh, a or great so experience yeah wow. i was in that really you know that juicy time where everyone was i would say it was the third troop mm-hmm. but I had the honor and privilege to work with a lot of amazing people and uh, my brother was a part of the original cast. Uh His name's Pono Murray. And uh, I work with him, you know, also, um, you know, I also am still friends with a lot of those folks. And I have some upcoming projects with Nara Boone.
0: Aha, uh-huh. okay.
1: So, you know, that Ulalena family, even though the show is over, the the life of it still mm. goes on. Yes, you the know? spirit of it. Yeah, on. big time. What, yeah. What's
0: happening there now? Anything at all in that theater? I think it's a ghost
1: town. Wow. There's been some attempts, but it's for some t- reason uh it you know it has to do with money and space and real estate and people with books and papers and laws and and, money and greed and you know yeah yeah, yeah. it's kind of sad because i do know several people that want to be in that theater that would love up that theater, and it needs a good love.
0: Well, maybe there's a campaign afoot to get that going again. I mean, it would take someone to carry the flag, but right. we need more places for performance here. I'm I so know, but now all, all of my, the uh, rats live there now. Yikes. Really? It would take a whole fumigation
1: to <laughs> start again, <huh? laughs> Well, years of being empty, it's kind of sad, but... It it is a ghost, yeah. Wow. Um, space right now. Oh, wow.
0: So tell me about your other hats. Are you a hula girl? Are you do you
1: teach? Uh, no, I do not teach hula. Um, I dance hula. Uh-huh.
0: I can't wait to see you dance hula at my show.
1: Well, actually, I'm not gonna dance hula. I'm not a hula dancer. I'll dance hula in the privacy of my home. Okay. Um. Well, I do all kinds of different things. Mostly, I'm a chanter, mm, and um, so using my voice and sharing my gifts with my voice and storytelling—that's mm-hmm. really where where my gifts lie. You know, some people think, oh, if you're Hawaiian, then you do you must do this and that and the other thing, and that's not always the case. Um, I'm it's, just it's kind of so a stereotype.
0: You're absolutely right. Right? Yeah, you're right.
1: And I do own a coconut bra, you know, <laughs> but I don't wear it. You don't wear it. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so- yeah. And there's a there's like, oh yeah, you know, you must, you must be connected to this person and that person, and I've kind of gone into hiding a little bit. On the island of Maui, I'll come and peek out of my shell and then go back into the shell and out of the shell and into the shell. Really, I I have dreams and aspirations that go far beyond Maui. Hmm. Um, but right now I'm here, and so this is a good creation space, Yes, Maui and the Hawaiian Islands. Everything that's happening here, it's, it's a bit on the frustrating side, but if you can find balance with your work life and your play life and your creative life and your spiritual life, mm-hmm. then really all that's left is to be grateful.
0: Mm. Oh, that's beautiful. It's so true, too. I think there's something about Maui, particularly, where the, the creativity is just alive and well um, and thriving to such a degree that people I know who are so talented have left because they just don't have a stage. Back to needing a stage, right? Um, and that the aloha spirit just permeates everything. Everything, everything. One of the things I love about the Hawaiian people, are you, are you a true Kanaka?
1: Well, it depends on what you um, call a true Kanaka. I was raised um, to not discuss my lineage. Really? Yeah. Why? Because it turns into this bragging thing that is completely inappropriate for... um, Like, I would talk to you about this off the radio. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But on the radio, you know, I could say I was... I am this from this family, you know, and and here are my people. But... um, But it's all very superficial, is what you're saying. Yeah. Um, And then... Also, way back in the day, you know, there's a reason why my grandparents told me, hey, you don't need to discuss that. You don't need to be talking about that. Mm -hmm. You don't need to brag about that or bring attention to that. Because back in the day, if someone was to know who you are, where you're from, where you where you sleep, you know, that's not so good. Or if they get your hair, if they get your nails, or they know your dreams. No, 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 that's a little bit wild. But, um, yeah, I just prefer not to, uh, like, I have pride. I am very proud of who I am, my bloodline, but it's not something that I Mm. freely discuss. Yes, I hear you. you But I do have Hawaiian and Scottish and Spanish, a little Norwegian in me. (laughs) <laughs> so
0: I'm a mix. I can see that. You, you know what? I would. I just want, don't want to leave that topic right now because of. Um, I think you are so right about the Hawaiian people being very careful about what they want to go public with, because you know I, I book the show and I write a, a magazine article where I, t- where I interview people, and what I love about the Hawaiians. A lot of them say no. You know, I don't. I'm not interested in marketing and PR. I'm not interested in making a lot of money and selling a lot of product. You know, I'm, I'm happy to share myself, but it's not what I'm here for. It's such a, you hold such a bigger picture knowing that this is just the third dimension that we're in right now. And there's so much more beyond it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Dimensions. (laughs) So you were mentioning soul before we went on the air. You know, the, the soul, the heart of the dialogue is, is not necessarily visual, which can get Oh, in the way of the soul's expression, which is, I think, what I heard you say.
1: We said a lot <laughs> before we got on air, but definitely the soul expression can be found in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. I was recently a part of uh, an opening. Um, I have a friend, his name's Seth, and he is an artist that he created this event called anagram I'm like what is that and I believe that when you take something and you rearrange it and make it into something else using the same pieces uh you know it's a creative expression that we can inspire others through our art and he is such a wildly beautiful like out of this world artist but he also wants to be a part of Uh, The Collective. Uh Uh-huh. Can we see him here on Maui? No? no? Yes, you can see his work. Um, He is at the Pawella Cannery in the Treehouse. Oh. There's a mecca of artists up there. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. Huh. And so what I do is my friend Blair Reddish, she's an amazing artist, dear friend of mine, we collaborate together. So I'll share my fresh poetry in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. And then we'll go up and do the opening beginning with a chant. And then I'll s- spout this poetry where she will just come out of the blue and do this interpretive dance. Wow. Nice. Woo And that's how Lynn McEwen found us doing that perf- that kind of uh-huh. performance at the um, Gay Pride last Gay Pride. year at Diamonds. Okay. Yeah. Maui Pride. And, and she saw you do your thing
0: and invited you in, right? To oh, my gosh.
1: Show? She adopted me. Oh, that's so great. She's like, Makmai, I want you to come in and do your thing. And I'm like, are you kidding? I, I can do anything? <laughs> and, uh, you know, we talked about rules and things. Because I do uh, love putting together um, strange and unusual, gorgeous um, pieces of performance art. And some people on the island know and have seen. um, My first show was December 8th, 2019 called Fit to be Tied. Mm -hmm. And so it took um, the art of of uh, the tarot and the knowledge of the tarot deck, and also the beauty and art of shibari, um, the ancient art, and then bringing it in, into a new light that has combined those two arts together. And then I involved about nine dear friends. And this year, it was on January 10th, <laughs> uh-huh. and it was called Night of the Phoenix. Nice title,
0: I know it's so good. So, does that mean having it was like an amalgam of, of various, uh, you say from the tarot deck and so forth? Is that music and dance that is expressing this and poetry? Well, or is it, it
1: starts off as a gallery showing, and uh-huh. so, um, about nine months we spent t- together creating. Um, where I'd give everyone a card and they would study their card and then they a would become, card. yes, they would become their character. Oh, I love and, that. And, um, we would create backdrops. So it's very much like, um, there is an old French, uh, art, um, like gala that happens every year. Hmm. Uh, I believe it's named Tableau de la Vif, the, uh-huh. Um And it, C- it is the Table of Life, right? And then, you know, to be able to personify, put yourself in a time, put yourself in that energy, and then actually doing a bit of time jumping mm-hmm. um, as our art. And then after an hour, hour of a gallery viewing where everyone's still and then I break up, um, I allow for movement when they hear the drum play and then after that happens we go into the um, seating area and the stage area where there's a show Um, there's a dear friend Tika and her partner Amber Um, Please forgive me. I'm. uh, Some of these long names, last names, are super long. But Tika and Amber, they displayed an amazing um, old Japanese art called butoh, and uh, oh, it was so incredible. Um, Also, Lonnie Thurfine, and she was at Ulalena as well. Victoria Rosenroot, hmm. she is a part, Amy Erickson, she was a part, Andrea Padilla, uh, Angel Green and Willow, also Tim Weaver, you know, Blair Reddish was a part of that, and all those wonderful people at the Fuzz Box. Ooh, how right? yummy is that? <laughs> Are you going to do it again next year? You know, um, my answer is yes for now, but um, I got to tell you, these kinds of things are very difficult. It's a lot of work
0: Yeah, putting this
1: together. Creative, And then right after, you know, you have some people saying, well, you should have done this and you should have done that. And I quickly, you know, turn my happy face on because I, you know, I don't want to hear what they have to say. Yeah. Because Mm -hmm. usually, you know, I want I set those performances up for my performers to to express what they need to. And uh some people, oh God, that was so generous of you. You gave her too much time, blah blah blah. I said, Well, you're not really in a position to be dissecting my work because you don't know the full reason because you didn't spend nine months with us. So Some people may seem that I'm a little bit of a, can I say hard ass? (laughs)
0: Sure. Go go right ahead. You you know, Um, you're an alpha woman. All right. You are an alpha woman. You're out there, honey. (laughs) (laughs) And you know what you want when you want it.
1: Yeah. But, you know, I just, I'm also have a way that's gentle and allowing Mm. and a lot of my folks have been really appreciative and the reason why they want to work with me again and again is because it's so much fun and deep. Nice. Yes. Yeah, I don't swim in the shallow together. water.
0: No. I mean, the, what's the point? <laughs> I think you do that enough of that in your earlier years and then as you age, you go you've got, you've got to be more to life than just the shallow waters. Right. And and then the deeper you can dive, the the uh, the happier you are, really. Knowing that this physical life is just a little blink on the cosmic screen, you know, and that yeah. helps me get through all of the ups and downs.
1: Wow. Yeah, you know, uh, I feel like I've done a lot of research, people, people research, and I could sit here and say that sure the world's in trouble and everyone's you know kind of have this little veil of um, computer screen happening it, they're mm-hmm. on on autopilot it's a veil you're right and I will also say that there is a, a super conscious um, want to be healthy groups of people they're all in these little clicks mm. and uh i could sit back and judge them but mostly i appreciate that there are some people that are really striving to do the right mm-hmm. thing um you know they're striving to be healthier human beings or better communicators mm-hmm. because i really don't even waste my time you know hanging with folks that are not kind mm-hmm. kind to their kupuna Mm -hmm. to their animals you know simple kind stuff that we can get we can uh have a little bit of a shortcut into knowing into some people that you don't need to spend years and years trying to you know figure out if this is a good witch or a bad witch you just know
0: you just know you just know you just know you know, I think we should segue right into one of your poems, because oh. now that I know you a little better, I can hardly wait to oh my goodness! some of your creativity, my dear. <laughs>
1: uh-huh. Okay. Well, I am, um, uh, for the last eight years, have been writing with the Collective Underground. And, you know, is that a group here
0: on Maui that people can join?
1: Yes. Or is it just a writer's group? It's a writer's collective. Okay. And it's not completely private, but um, my teacher, Ivy Cowler. i love you, Ivy! <laughs> um, she inspires us to write every day, and we have—right um, now, we're broken up into four-week sessions. So we write every day, and then once a week, we get together, we share our writing— And this is called method writing, Hmm. so it's kind of getting out of your head and and into the the muses. And uh, after writing for so many years, I don't have the same voice. It's brought because of the collective, yes, because of the wisdom, wisdom that you gained. Yeah,
0: Uh I can get that. Yeah. So is this open to... Am I really interested because I'm a writer myself? And I know Lynn, when I first met Lynn McEwen at Pro Arts, she said, I'm really interested in putting together a writer's group sometime because she's spinning so many plates. But I think um, that's what a lot of us need is the encouragement to keep writing and to do it every day and then to share it. Yeah, So let's, let's share hear some of yours.
1: Um, okay. So this is called thick skull I want to see myself in a different way see my life in a different way I've been living in a space of feeling so offended by everything everyone believing the worst in people throwing apples I want to leave I'd only have a small amount of thread left to sew broken friends broken wish not enough thread left to sew this blanket with every fiber of my being is much like hers and hers and his and mine is embellished with dreams and rockets of desire. I just put a blood orange chocolate in my mouth and I don't want to bring attention to the man in my head. He's like an elephant in the room filling up all the spaces, stuffing magic carpets and marshmallows into mouths of curious Jiminy. He stimulates my mind, and I am more afraid of myself. I should be courageous, fierce, unafraid. I am afraid to be drunk up. Mm. Searching for truth, truth, my new drug, wrapped in wrappings of people's needs and layers and layers of people's needs and how... I'm just going to screw things up and call it a lesson and leave with less than what I had coming into it. And my heart is relentless, pushing and pushing, new blood, less heartache, pumping through the lesson, through the thick, stubborn skull. I feel loved from many directions, and it's more than enough. And I love being alone after my service with the Service Animal Union. In fact, I'd like to do some tasting of my own, sipping the orange of a... Sunset and sweet nectars of Simone. Reminding the flowers to bloom in all the colours with all the smells and the freedom I can muster in my puny tiny human brain. Freedom to believe in myself and my friendship that there is still good in this world and squeeze the words out of the blood of my heart, my broken lawnmowed heart that is still in the ground feeding the worms and tilling the soil into new earth. I want this nectarine to fill my cracks with your golden shards of new Egypt. I want your lips on me cause I can. I want to feel safe at the edge of the cliff to be found like a miracle, a treasure deep beneath realms that haven't been reached by pirates to be kissed in the morning sweet with hands and limbs writhing in dreams awaken. That was Thick Skull. <laughs> <laughs> what a title
0: for, and what a powerful piece, Makamai. You know what I, I felt that, uh, when you were reading this is that it was a purge. I mean, you just were able to express all of your feelings around these m- myriad of, of topics, that it was just a, a,
1: a purge of your <laughs> inner world, right? <laughs> um, yes, and that is a, just a tiny fraction mm. um that's just one of the pieces. Imagine, you know, you writing about five pieces a week uh-huh. that are very similar. Really? Well, it depends on the muse. Mm. And
0: um, How do you source material like that? Do you sit in meditation first or do you go for a walk on the beach and stop and have, have an, what I call a download?
1: Well, the process, she'll give us a... Um, a muse or a, a a method like for instance um, this last one we did was you know please go into the light and there's a, a series of passionate, wild and dark but instead of ending our whole session on this dark <laughs> You know, she's like, let's switch it up mm-hmm. and go for light, and then think about an animal. Be specific about the animal that you are, and so we're not writing about the animal. We're becoming the animal to Ooh. write from the perspective of our favorite animal. And so How I was cool a mancoon cat. <laughs> what were you? You were what? I was a. Uh, I chose to be a mancoon cat.
0: Mancun cat, yes, I have a friend of yes. mancoons.
1: I need they're, a mancoon in my world.
0: Amazing cats. <laughs> amazing. <laughs> so do you have a poem about that? No, not here not with here. me. okay. No. Um... Well, I'll tell you what we're going to do Makamai. We're going to take a little break All right. so we can hear from our sponsors. Yes. And um, when we come back, we will do another poem or two from okay. Makamai Murray. <laughs> it's so great getting to know you. Thank you so much. You've been listening to Glo- uh, Global Family. You've been listening. That was another show I did back in California, Global Family. You're listening to Gutsy Women Radio. I'm Amora St. John, and we will be back in just a few minutes. Gutsy Women Radio welcomes Dr. Katie Gravison, who offers a powerful new weight loss program to our island community. Maui weight loss is an easy, natural way to get healthier, happier, and even gutsier. If you'd like to lose a pound a day, and who wouldn't, Dr. Katie's website is www.weightlossnow.com. Gutsy Women can be heard on Fridays at 11 a.m. and a replay on Saturday at 2 kaku 88.5 fm want to host your own radio talk show you can once every month kaku 88.5 fm offers an introduction to radio class at akaku plaza at 333 dairy road in kahalui this introduction to radio will get your feet wet and show you what you need to do to get started interested Call us at 871 5554
1: for more information and registration. The potential benefits of artificial intelligence are clear, but there are dangers too. Can we handle those with a simple fix? Any device we build, whether it's our blender or whether it's an incredibly sophisticated and autonomous AI system, should have an off switch. It's AI. Where does it stop? On our next episode of Big Picture Science. Hi, I'm Bodie B, host of Death Tracks. KAKU is a listener-supported station. All of the shows you hear, like mine, are sponsored by you, the listener, as well as our underwriters. If you would like to help keep the voice of Maui talking loud and clear, go to kakufm.org donate today and join me for Death Tracks every Tuesday live at 2 p.m.,
0: Okay, we're back. I'm Amora St. John, this is Gutsy Women Radio, and I'm here with my new friend, Makamai Marie. Hello. Hello, hello. Um, So, we're going to hear some more poetry from you, my dear, and then we're going to pull a a tarot card, because I heard that you were a tarot girl, and that would be a very fun way to get to know you even more. Well, you know,
1: um, I am, I'm not a medium, I'm not a psychic. But I have loved for many, many years um, myself and my daughter, Crystal Murray. She lives over in Oahu. And we have played, you know, we have have had cards in our lives for years, 20-some-odd years. Oh, my. But I am not an expert. And I guess... You know, somebody asked me the other day, where did you get the idea for bringing the tarot deck and the, you know, Japanese art together? Why are you putting those two things together? And I I said, it's simple. I love being creative. And some people put, you know, peanut butter and banana together. And I like putting, you know, the tarot beliefs and Japanese bondage together. Okay, then. Why not? Why
0: not? Hey.
1: And it actually really works. <laughs> but I have a friend. Um, her name is Kudra Clover. She's an artist. And she said, oh, you are you going to do that again? you got a following. I said, I want to change it up. I want to change it up. mm and so the next presentation um, is going to be at the uh, Pro Arts Theater, actually. alrighty then. October 23rd and 24th. And we're doing a show that is on in honor of my grandmother, mm. Marie Anderson. And... She loved, she loved um, culture, and she loved reading, and she loved music, and she also lived very sheltered life, and I am not a sheltered, caged woman. No, you are not. Um, so we wanted to do a tribute to Frida Kahlo, mm-hmm. and so that's happening in October. Oh, that's going to be fabulous.
0: Oh, yes. you Fabulous.
1: And it's very. It's also taking a bit of flavors, different flavors from um, Latina culture uh-huh. and being able to tap into also the Day of the Dead.
0: Mm, oh, right. Because you're, you're right close to the Day
1: of the Dead. Mm, November 1st, I think. Yes. Yeah. Good timing. Um, and a dear friend of mine, uh, Rodrigo Rodriguez, he died on the Day of the Dead. He died of AIDS. Mm. And he was one of the members of that wonderful production of Hair. Now, this is the second time we're talking about hair, but there's something about those little community theater projects that brings a strange combination of people together. That's where I met Ellen Peterson, mm-hmm. you know, well, and likes many. Like, right. right. And, uh, but from there came so many inspirations that just are dormant for a while mm. until they come to life. Yeah. And so now this year is, um, bringing those things that have been left in the dark and the mm. dank to the light.
0: How beautiful. And, and it's a tribute to your grandmother. I, I just love that. That's what's so great about this island. All of the islands is they honor the Kapuna. You know, in, in, on the mainland, they're kind of swept under the rug. Or into the nursing home, and doing a special show just for your grandmother is really, really special. So, what do you think, Makamai? Do you want to read another poem, or do you want to pull a card?
1: Well, I have, I have um, a poem here that I'd love to, I'd love to share. Okay. Um, I just have to look into my work carefully because I don't want to say. I don't want to say any bad words, <laughs> <Accident>. <laughs> but I think I'm being very careful and respectful, so I feel okay. good about it. Great. Okay, this one is called Dreams That Come, and I believe the muse was to dream, um, but not your dreams, like you when you're sleeping dreams your aspirations your wishes your your hopes and dreams that may have died dream you know dreams 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 anyway dreams that come there's a sign on my chest that says clothes for renovations i've gathered every nut and twig every berry and wish i could find I've even burrowed my nose to find the sweet truffles amongst the bugs and the moist earth. The death veil has become my skin and I am forever stripped from wanting. No breath, no birds in the sky, stones for eyes, a coin in the mouth for my toll. All the records stacked on my spine. Tell me that this life is not over. Yet there you go, in the ground. I want bark for skin and scales for eyes to see in any angle, to love the grass and wet them with wishes and Amrita tears. That old skin of yesterday, it's gone, flaked off like yesterday and yesterday's hope. I wish it was further away. I wish I was further along. When does the pain shift into ever-reaching, low-hanging fruit that bounces up at every reach when the fool has become not and the ring of fire has died down, when the mad king, with the drool and the mean words, worn his swollen thumbs on hitchhiking through the universe, fallen from grace. He did not give a beep. Mm-hmm. As to remind me that I am not out of the pit. I think the pain will shift when pigs fly, when cows take over cattle companies, and when he loves me again like a real woman. So, what of it? Of what dreams may come, only for the rich, only for cheaters, those folks that get away with. Beep, Dreams are for the illusionary wishing upon a midnight star on the best moon when the planets are aligned and nothing. Wait, listen, nothing. That's right, nothing. Not even a single grain of sand, not even your mother to wake you from your nightmare. Just you, just you in the mirror. Hmm. It's a bit dark.
0: Yeah, but your, your delivery of it is so potent. I mean, it it comes from every cell of your being. You can just feel it. Yikes. So I see this is so we're not uh, actually on Facebook today, so no one's going to be able to see you or it. But I love that everything is handwritten here in a little notebook. And um, it reminds me of little women, you know, where they just there was no computers and (laughs) and there were no digital words and no way to to collect it all. But you have, it's almost like you're journaling, like these are your journal pages.
1: Yeah, I love handwriting. I just think that I've not really gotten comfortable. I mean, I can type on a computer, no problem, but the, the actual kinesthetic, yes. um, joy uh, that I get from actual writing and that brings me joy. Yeah. So. I write, um, always in, on a yellow pad or a white pad or a journal a
0: book never at the computer the I only go to the computer when it's time to download it you know obviously you have to do that eventually and um and then make a final edit but um i just take it to the beach or to uh, my favorite place to go is to the luxury hotels and sit in the lobby <laughs> and just feel like the richest person I need in the to world do that. It's so cool. <laughs> and then you're away from all distractions you're not at home to do the laundry or no one's you know bothering you. Uh you're not walking on the beach and bumping into somebody. You're just quiet by yourself in a creative space. And for me that's that's the best way to to uh channel the muse as you say. Where where, where is your favorite place to go? Is it your corner of your bedroom or is it out in the, in,
1: in nature? Well, you know, um strange places the stopwatch in Maui. Oh, come on. Yeah. That's a kinda of noisy bar, isn't it? It is noisy, but you know what? I love writing there because I train myself to block everything out. Okay. And um I I don't write there now anymore. I got a little tired of it. Um but it's the the bar bar writing is is not that bad. And I'm not the only one who does it. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's where your collective meets. <laughs> well, no. Uh, sometimes when we're celebrating, of course, which we find a reason to celebrate, mm. um, we love getting together and drinking wine and, and having dinner together. And yeah. it's a family for sure. Oh, it's Ohana. And the coolest thing is that one of the biggest rules with the collective underground is we must keep everyone's uh, content confidential. Uh huh. Good. It's even a rule that we are not to approach someone else in our group mm-hmm. and talk about their personal content because that's where it is. You know, it's personal.
0: I mean, it's their it's their own uh, idea about life. Right. You can't change that.
1: And we want to be safe, of course. And that's the whole thing. And um, even though, in you know, some of the women that I know on on this island, they're, they they built themselves a little igloo, mm-hmm. a little shelter. And what's unfortunate about that is that no one can see them, you know, their beauty and everything, because mm-hmm. there's all these layers of fear. And for good reason, you know. Fear of? People. Mm. Uh, fear of bad stuff or fear of alcoholism or fear of something weird happening. So they'd rather keep themselves
0: sequestered and, and right. creative on their own. Right. Without having to be out in the world,
1: necessarily. And just in the front, the the desk lady here, Akaku, said, you know, in in France or in London, or something, they are telling people not to shake hands because of this virus. And it just came to me, it's like, I'm just going to hug everyone because we're all going to die someday. Did you
0: say that or did Susie? I actually said that. You said that. Okay.
1: And the guy, uh, somebody out there, stopped in his tracks and it was like, (laughs) wow. You know what? I totally, it's a little tragic.
0: I am totally with you on that. I just think it's crazy. Don't touch people. Hugging is the most important thing you can do to get through life. I mean, they say if you get eight hugs a day, you're you're probably going to be much healthier than the person who gets none.
1: And if you get twelve hugs a day, you're going to thrive. Interesting. Well, you know, it it is very important who you're hugging. Who you hug, of course. Yeah, but you know, you, you somebody can just take your energy. But you know who to hug and who not to hug, right?
0: You know, you just know intuitively and instinctively. So, I I, I agree. I think that's crazy. I I, I watch the View in the morning, and Whoopi Goldberg gets up and she elbows. Now they they hold. You know, they, what do
1: you call it? The elbow touch, rather than hug, and not even a fist bump anymore, huh? No. <laughs>
0: Not even a fast <laughs> pop anymore. Oh ah, it's okay. crazy. It's a
1: little scary. I mean, do you buy into all the bad news? Um, I've never bought into news and I do watch some news. Um and some news really interests me and I wanna get behind it, you know, uh, or how can I help with this, that, and the other thing? And uh the the thing that always comes up is for me, not to get distracted and continue doing my art, um, because I pull from different um, from different things that I'm learning about. For instance, um, you know, going into studying and um, having Frida Kahlo a part of my world. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm learning how to speak Spanish. I'm learning how to sing in Spanish. Mm. Um, You know, I'm also learning some of the history because I'm method and I have to do things, putting myself in those positions. What did did it feel like for her to, you know, I'm not going to do everything that she she had had done, but I've done a few things she's done. (laughs)
0: Well, that always helps, doesn't it, to personify your character.
1: Absolutely, yeah. And then, you know, one of the things that I'm curious about recently is some of the deaths happening, um, I believe, in Mexico. There are deaths that I I really don't understand why those are happening, and they're linked to people. people's expression, there's a, there is a revolution, an artistic revolution happening that for some reason is wanting to be, um, suppressed and it's an old thing. That type of suppression is, is very old. mean I mean, deaths, though. are people being killed or, or what, what's going on? Yeah. Have you heard though? It's all, um, I kind of even have to stop and think if this is this is something we can talk about on the radio. I think we're safe to talk about this. Yeah, it's community radio. It's community radio. It's not NBC. Okay. Well, have you heard about the monarch butterfly? Ah, uh, I know the monarch butterfly, but I don't. Okay, are we in trouble check with it with out. The monarch butterfly. Check it out, um, and you know, Google it and find out there there are some mysterious things happening, and I want to know more about it, you know? In only in Mexico? I believe so. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know... So are you saying the butterfly is dangerous? No, no. It's people who are wanting to save the butterfly. Those... Um, Yeah. It's very involved. Hmm. Like, uh, I, I feel like I should know, definitely know more about it to, to speak of it. But this is an example of, um, things that we should not just stay in the dark about, Uh you know? Yeah. Um, so I'll Google it. Yeah. Google it. And then because... If I continue to speak of it, it this will turn into a, a political conversation. No, we don't want that. I don't want
0: that. No. In fact, let's take the cards. Yeah. Because I know that you love a tarot and see what the deck has to say to you today. This is the, this is the angel tarot cards. And I often have my guests pull a card and um, it'll trigger something. And in the eight minutes we have left. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it goes
1: that fast, time it? flew by so quickly. And why don't you cut the deck?
0: And then pull the card of your heart.
1: There is one other thing I wanted to talk about and that um, I think that this card is going to help me to decide how to go with that. Oh, this is so pretty. It's the seven of fire. The seven of fire. Mm. Well, the fire certainly fits you. Defend your beliefs and decisions. Stand your ground and choose your battles wisely. Hmm. Mm, gorgeous. Looks like a phoenix dragon. Um, Yeah, a bird, bird dragon. Wow, isn't that gorgeous? Yes.
0: Woo, I haven't seen that one before.
1: You wanna pick one? That's just amazing. Yeah, I'll pick one. That would be fun. I found that these angel cards that are from Doreen Virtue, there's just no negative cards and I love that. I think that there are so many, 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 many different cards to choose from and um, my favorite these days is called Angelarium. Mm. So many angels. Is that through Hay House? No, who is it from? Angelarian. I see. you. So they're angel cards, basically. Yeah. Mm, it's all based on the tree of life. Oh, okay. What you choose? I got the High Priestess. Of course, Archangel.
0: Archangel. Well, you've got your glasses on. Why don't you read that for me? Oh.
1: Is it Haniel? I think so. Haniel. H instead of Daniel, it's Han with the H. Listen to your intuition. Have patience. Consider carefully what you want before acting. Mm. Mm. And then this huge feathers on this angel. Oh, (laughs) I love what they're doing with wings these days. Oh,
0: they're gorgeous, aren't they? Yeah, angel wings. There's nothing better. So Makame, uh, Makamai, Makamai, does your name mean something?
1: Yes. I'm sure it must. Actually, my full name is Heather Kuule Makamai Murray. Huh. That's my full name. Cool. Ever since I lived in Maui, everybody, you know, friends and um, a lot of people in my family, my ohana, they still call me Heather. If They really want me to turn my head. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I'm... I'm very, very proud to be um, here, a part of Maui. You know, my dad was was raised here and moved to Oahu, and then my mom and dad met over in Kamehameha Schools. Mm-hmm. But my roots always felt so lovely here. You know, um, eventually, I feel like I, I may migrate to Hawaii Island. Uh-huh. Um, but for now, my I'm going to continue to love on Maui the best I can. Yay.
0: Um, H- Do you have any desire to go to the mainland? Ever, ever? No.
1: No. No mainland okay. for me. I mean, just for vacation. Yeah. But it's not my cup of tea. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I don't need to go there and try to figure it out because no, I already know. You won't figure it out anyway. <laughs> I'm an island girl. You know, I really love... Uh, I, if I was to move somewhere, it would probably be another island. Uh huh. You which, know, which one would that be? I don't know. Maybe Koh Don in Thailand or something.
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> 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 just like or, or,
1: something. or the Isle of Golden Dreams, or mm, um,
0: is there really an Isle of Golden Dreams? No, just oh. in my head. Oh, that's a
1: nice name. That's um, another title, book title. I I did want to let you know that there is. Um, my brother, Pono Murray, has a new show at the Westin coming out. Okay. I work with him at the Grand Wailea. We mm-hmm. have Ahaaina Ohonuaula, which is the luau there. And then we also have um work with Ka'anapali Beach Hotel, which is the Legends of Ka'anapali. And that's a Monday luau. And uh, his new one coming out, I hope I say this correct. Moya. Moya? Moya. And it's at the Westin. And it's going to be on Wednesdays. And it's fabulous. Uh, I think that uh, the island really needs that fresh Mm -hmm. beauty, you know, fresh beauty.
0: Anyway. And you're in all of his. his,
1: uh, No, not all. But some. Uh
0: Tell me when you're coming to the Grand Wailea. I'd love to go over and see you.
1: Wonderful. Yeah, I will be there on Saturday. Come to the luau, Ina o honuaula. But the the one thing I did, I know we have a little bit of time left. The the one thing that I did want to tell you is, I really appreciate um, this time to have together mm-hmm. um, to to talk and. Yeah. Um, it's not, I'm really in a cocoon most of the time. I had to pull you out of your cocoon, yes! as I recall.
0: I think because you're in the show and thank you, Lynn, for, for bringing you, you toward us. Um, I had to give a little tug, but I'm so glad that you, uh, let yourself loose. Thank you. Yeah, I really am. Well, Makamai, let's close the show with another one of your poems. Really? Yeah. We have a, you know, about a minute and a half.
1: Well, you know, I brought pieces, pieces of poetry and you know, I had to go back and um just dissect yeah. some of them for the language. Well maybe
0: you would like to chant for us because you
1: said you love to chant. Well, you know, uh I did want to talk about this one project, if I may Real quick because we're <clears throat> to talk. um I wanted to address suicide. Mm. And I want to create a project that is a theater-based, artistic-based type of group that would go into schools like Kalama. And I have a a friend, Karen White, Karen Wright, who's going to allow me to come into her class and talk about real stories And how to stay alive. Nothing is more important than that. Yes. I
0: want to get behind that. Stay alive. I I totally support it. We need to get to the kids. We do. Thank you, Makamai Marie. Thank you. This has been a great hour. I'm Amora St. John. You've been listening to Global. I did it again. Uh, Gutsy Women Radio. Um, Please come to our show on March 7th at the Pro Arts. And see this woman live and in person. And um, aloha. And see you next week.